everyone. Welcome back to the Peculiar Place podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> Why do I keep forgetting? This is a segment to visit a pod where your hostess is Mandy and Jesse and <laughs> this is officially season 2 of the podcast episode 12. Season 2. Yeah, season wow. 2, 2024. Happy New Year. Mandy's here. Yeah, and guess what? <laughs> I'm still pregnant. <laughs> I did not think you were going to be here. No, neither did I, babe. I'm glad you are, but I did not think it. This, I think this is going to be the last one for a little bit for me. Yeah, you're probably... Just, not, like, just a couple weeks, but I feel like it's going to happen. Like, we're days away at this point. Oh, yeah. It's probably going to be this week. My due date is under a week from now. Yeah. So, so it's probably going to be this week. So next time, it'll be just me, <sighs> and I'll tell you guys, Mandy had her baby. Probably. Aww. Probably. Which I is hope, so exciting. I hope so. Yeah. I'm getting tired. <laughs> You're of this. over it. I'm so <laughs> You're over just it. Done. I'm so uncomfortable. I'm like literally so ready. I don't blame you. I'm so ready. I don't blame you. As promised, I'm going to be announcing the Coraline Contest Ooh. winner. Thank you so much to everyone that entered. We got so many entries. I think we got over 600 entries, which is amazing. Totally unexpected. So thank you guys if you entered. But there has to be a winner. Mm -hmm. And so the winner we selected is Baby Bambi. And the actual username is Baby Bambi's Reads, I think. <laughs> so congratulations. Yay. And... As promised, I do want to read a good review that okay. we got on Apple Podcasts. I think there's actually two that I'm going to read. I love this. The first one says, I've been watching Jesse and Mandy for years. I was over the moon to hear that they were doing a podcast. I watch every week. It always makes my day. And then one that says, I love listening while I'm at work. Makes the day go by so much quicker. Aww. So I love that. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. We love you too. So we hope everyone had a great Christmas. I made a discovery during one of my Christmas dinners on Christmas Eve. I am allergic to ham. Oh, you texted me this. I was freaking out texting Mandy because I was at a family dinner. <laughs> they had sliced ham. And the only time I ever have, like, the official, like, chunk of sliced ham is on, like, Thanksgiving or Christmas. Like, yeah. I don't eat ham like that right. <laughs> the rest of the year. Same. So I don't know if it's pineapple they put in it, and maybe it's the pineapple maybe. I'm allergic to. But literally, since I was a kid, whenever I've had sliced ham, for about 10 minutes after I eat it, my tongue is burning tingling and almost numb and my lips go that way too but i always thought that <laughs> ham was just like that why would you want to eat it if that's how you feel i never really liked it like when it happened i, I was always uncomfortable but this time <laughs> i looked to ty and bear who were sitting beside me bear is ty's brother and i was like what do you guys think of that like weird burning you get after you eat ham and they look at me and they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, you know, like how it like tingles, like after you eat it, like, why do we eat it if it does that? And they're like, we don't experience that. <laughs> so I texted you and I texted dad and I'm like, do you guys get like tingling when you eat ham? And you guys were like, no. <laughs> so yeah, I told Beth and she's like, don't eat ham. You're allergic. And I'm like, oh no. Surprised it took you this long to like say something. Because I only ate it on special occasions. Yeah. Girl, you're, like, going to be 30. I know. 
I know. It's taken you 30 years to figure this out. Yes. To like mention. Yeah, I just never thought to say anything. I just thought everyone experienced like a tingling when they ate ham. I wonder if it is the pineapple though, because I feel that when I eat pineapple and I feel like that's a normal thing when you eat pineapple, but also we have a cousin that's allergic to pineapple too. So it might be pineapple. I don't know. It could be, but also like it didn't taste like pineapple ham and there wasn't pineapples (laughs) on the plate. Yeah. It could have still been cooked with it. I just know that it's just oftentimes people put the pineapple on the ham but right. it could just be the ham i don't know i don't know but allergic I'm... to meat that's kind of is that normal i don't know are people are people allergic to meat i have no idea but i guess i'm not having ham anymore just to be safe because i'm a hypochondriac and like yeah. i don't want it to ever like escalate yeah because once i was thinking about it it was like maybe 15 to 20 minutes this time that it was tingling and oh. i was i was kind of i was i was scared <laughs> I'm okay now, but no more ham for me. I know. I think Jess and I both have this, like, ridiculous fear when it comes to food. Of anaphylactic shock. And especially if it's, like, trying something new. Yeah. Or, like, especially going to restaurants or people's houses and wondering what they put in it. Or seafood. Even though I know I've had seafood my whole life and I've never, like, had my throat closed, whenever I have shrimp, I'm always like, is this going to be the time? (laughs) <laughs> and it never is. Like, I'm always fine. I definitely get nervous eating shellfish because I worry that there's a shell and I'm going to swallow it oh. and it's going to cut up my insides. <laughs> Do you ever, like, when you're eating chips, you accidentally swallow a big piece and you can feel it go all the way down and I'm like, I just sliced up. Okay, so I, <laughs> okay, so I have a problem and, like, Luca's like, what's wrong with you? The last, like, month, I've been swallowing food full. without like full? chewing it. So, like, gnocchi, I've swallowed a full thing of, like, a full gnocchi. But those are soft. Those are yeah, soft. they're soft. But then I also had gummy worms yesterday, and, and I just swallowed, like, a half of it. Are you okay? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if it's because I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> You're just not chewing. Or just, like, I'm just not, like, baby brain. Like, I'm focused on something else and not chewing my food. I don't know what it is, but there's a sense of panic and dread when it happens and i'm like why am i doing this you're feeding the baby worms like a mama bird <laughs> Full i worms, just want to say like birds do i just want to say i have not had candy gummy worms or actually any candy at all besides like chocolate throughout my pregnancy because it's given me like acid reflux but yesterday i needed yeah i needed do you gummy do. worms and yeah. i didn't eat a lot i just had like couple but i needed them yeah and they didn't give me acid reflux, so my body clearly was Your like, body knew. you need those gummy worms, yeah. girl. <laughs> okay, is this only me, or do you also feel grossed out when people take photos of their plate of Christmas food? Everyone does it, and like Thanksgiving and stuff, people take photos of their plate, and every time I want to puke when I see a photo of it. So I agree. I didn't consent to see what you're about to eat. The only thing that I do love to see, though, when people take pictures on, like, New Year's or Christmas is, like, the charcuterie board. That's fine. And, like, sure, take, like, a photo of, like, the huge table or whatever. The or, like, spread. The spread of food. But, but like, the plate, the individual plate. There's, like, cranberry sauce yeah, mixed yeah, with yeah. the gravy, yeah, yeah. with the mashed potatoes and some no. meat that I don't know what it I is. Agree, I agree. And your family's traditional weird potato salad. Yeah. I don't want to see it all mashed together. Yeah. And especially, like, when they finish, like, look, I just ate it all. And it's, oh, like, yeah. no, spread. No, 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 no. no an Stop individual it. plate. No. But I, I don't mind seeing the spread. Yeah, totally. The table. And I love a good charcuterie yeah. photo. Untouched. 
Untouched. Untouched. And charcuterie is always, like, an aesthetic. Yeah. It's, like, placed in a it's way that it's appealing. Yeah. Once you've destroyed it, keep it to yourself. Yeah. Keep it to yourself. I don't need to see it. Yeah, don't take the pictures no of No one cares destroyed. what you're about to consume. Yeah, on your individual plate. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Okay, I'm glad you feel the same Especially way. Especially because Thanksgiving and Christmas food is so, like, mushy. That's what I mean. Everything's blending everything's together. M- everything's mush. Except for... The, the meat. Why is it always watery? It's all like... It's... Uh, I'm gonna puke. I'm gonna puke. <laughs> watery. Like, why does the mac and cheese look like that? Like, I don't know. Oh I'm, my gosh, I'm yes. like overanalyzing all the food on your plate and I don't need to do it. Ew. Watery. Yeah, it, why is it always mushy? It's all mushy stuff. It's so true. Stuffing, mashed potatoes, veggies. Gravy, cranberry sauce. It's mush. Everything's mush. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We have the corn pie. We, oh, yeah. ha- we have the mac and cheese. But it's all mush. That's why I don't take a photo of it, though, because I know it looks like baby food. Yeah, but I'm going to eat it. It does look like baby food. <laughs> it's delicious, and I love it. But I don't, yeah, it's not that appealing to look at. Right. Like, if you're going to, like, a fancy, like, <laughs> gourmet restaurant, and they make it all nice and stuff, take a photo of that shit. Yeah. But the food you just piled on on a plastic plate... <laughs> paper plate come on betty i don't need yeah. to see that you know what i mean it's gross anyway i can agree speaking of food there's this new trend and i think <laughs> celebrities are going on like this show i don't know what it's called it could be called like the last meal or something but what is your death row meal this is so dark it's very dark and i don't know if it's okay to say a death row meal because like people are actually out there like dying after they eat these last meals but usually it's because they did something really bad well it's interesting when you see like um like serial killers like last meals like what they ask for and it's very distinctively them but that's the thing like they have to be given exactly what they ask for it's the psychology though because when you know the history and you know the crimes that they committed and like the creepy factor level the creepy factor like adjusts when you see what they have for their last well they're not asking for body parts or anything no No. I shouldn't be laughing. This is but really there's dark. like but there's like KFC orders and like yeah, it's interesting to see what they want and like sometimes they o- just order ice cream or but like I, something. I feel like I'd be so nauseous thinking about what's about to happen that I don't even know if I'd be able to eat. Like if we're actually taking this seriously, I don't know how much I would eat. I'd just be like, you know what, just get eat. it over with. What's the point of eating? Well, it's because they've been in jail for so long. They haven't been given, like, great food. And so it's kind of just like a, you finally have this. But I feel like it takes somebody who is truly, like, accepting of their fate. To do it. To, like, be like, ah, let's eat. (laughs) Like, for me, yeah. I would be a relief. I would be, like, (laughs) rocking back and forth. Like, just give me, I can't even get down broth. I would be like, honestly, let's do it today. Like, why am I sitting here eating? Yeah. Like, don't tell me when it's going to happen or I'll think, I'll count the days down. Like, just come and get me and be like, it's happening. Oh, wait, no. I think that's worse. Why? You want to know when? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Because I'm pregnant right now, the buildup and the anticipation of not knowing where I'm going to be, what time it is, where Luca's at. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I hate not knowing okay. when my water's going to break. Yeah. And so it's kind of like the same thing. I would love for it to happen naturally, but I'd love to know the day. I'd love to know the day and time. I love to be prepared. I love lists. I love organization. I don't. I hate spontaneity. I really do. I, I, I love, don't like surprises. Why are we comparing this to your birth? This is the death, <laughs> the death row meal. Because <laughs> it's the same anticipatory buildup. But build it's up. not the same. But it's the anticipatory buildup. I don't know if you should up. be comparing that. <laughs> 
Okay, anyway, okay. if I wasn't rocking back and forth sweating and right. f- scared, it would be one of two things. Depends on what I'm craving. It would either be sushi. Okay. And, like, all the good stuff. So, like, I'd have the white snow roll, the green dragon roll, the California roll, the dynamite roll. And then I'd also have steamed udon. And I'd have endless, like, 60 (laughs) cheese wontons. Um, (laughs) So that would be one option. And then the other option would be just, like, a good, like, classic, like, diner burger and a milkshake with fries. Because I love a good burger and a shake. So you're just taking, like, small bites from everything? <laughs> like, are you just grazing everything? Because how's anyone going to okay, eat all so that? Okay, so, yeah. You're just kind of picking as you go. Yes. Yeah, so that's the thing about food that I love the most is, like, if you can have a little bit of everything. Yeah. Might as I well. love that. You're not paying for it. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, like, do you remember Johnny Rockets? No. The restaurant. The burger place? Yeah. It's like a diner. Vaguely, I love vaguely. a classic diner meal. Okay. Burger and a shake. Some with crispy fries. fries. Yeah. Love um, that. Okay, that's good. Um, mine is penne alfredo, pepperoni pizza, <laughs> maybe from like Pizza Hut. Um, that's so basic for you. <laughs> grandma's cauliflower and cheese. Uh, see, I love that too, but I can't eat it anymore because of IBS. Yeah, pr- I shouldn't either, but I love it. Um, <laughs> and a tub of chocolate therapy from Ben and Jerry's. Have you had that kind? It's so good. It's like all chocolate, but they have it has like chocolate cookie dough in it. Mm. It has like it almost tastes like pudding in some areas. I don't know. Mm. It's just all chocolate. It's so good. I guess because I'm not big on cookie dough. Oh. Any cookie dough ice cream, I don't eat it. But it's like a brownie cookie dough, so it tastes really good. I love brownie. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's mine. Yeah, I forgot dessert. I definitely need dessert. Yeah. <laughs> ben I and need, Jerry's is great. I need like cookies, brownies, freshly baked, creme brulee. Imagine, like, requesting that, like, you're about to die, and you're like, also, the chef needs to make sure it's prepared fresh, like the cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they'd have, like, a point where they'd be like, all right. It needs to be from farm to oven to plate. <laughs> like, like fresh. Oh, my gosh. Fresh that morning. just become the queen, and they're like, who do you really think you are? Like, how far are we going to let this go? This is dark. This is, is just dark. for funsies. Yeah. Obviously, like, we don't like people going through stuff like that but but it's interesting to think about it's it's a something you have to make a decision on oh yeah your last meal your last meal we're gonna move on to some 2024 predictions some of these are very dark and stem from (laughs) history most of them are dark and then i also have like you know fun like pop culture predictions um so the first one uh nostradamus yeah, predicted some very scary things to happen in 2024. Mm-hmm. It says he is a renowned French astrologer and seer yeah. from the 1600s, mm-hmm. and he's predicted many historical events, okay? Things that have come true many times in history. Okay. Okay, so for 2024, <laughs> he's predicted the death of a very, very important person. Some people think this could be the Pope. He's had a lot of health issues. He's in his mid-80s, I think, or late 80s. So they're thinking it could be him. Mm -hmm. He also predicted there will be a new world war, which uh, obviously we hope is not going to happen, but doesn't seem too far off, right? World War III. State of the world right now. And he predicted there will be a strong and life-ending earthquake followed by a tsunami, which just happened on January 1st in Japan. I know. So that's already literally the year started off with that. I don't know if Nostradamus knows what's going on, but that's his predictions. 
go ahead. <laughs> okay, so some of that I had. Okay. But I have other. So I didn't search up old people telling these. I just searched up predictions. <laughs> <laughs> so there's going to be <clears throat> a worldwide blackout. Have you heard about this? So, yeah, with like everyone losing Wi-Fi and everything. No internet, no alarm systems for your house, like no electricity. Every Like you got to find your own means of water and food and there's no contacting your loved ones. It's shut down. The world is shut down. There's going to be a blackout. It's <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> yeah. No more podcasts. Terrifying. <laughs> this is a fact. Okay. But it's based on a conspiracy theory of basically doomsday. Okay. Is coming. Right. Because a bunch of billionaires of like tech companies are building underground bunkers and like like basically yeah. underground tunnels the, and homes and the guy who made Facebook is doing that. Mark Zuckerberg yeah. in Hawaii, yes. Yeah. So it says tech billionaires are buying up a luxurious bunkers and hiring military security to survive a societal collapse or an apocalypse that might have something to do with the nuclear war as well, like if that is what's happening. Right. Or if you are like Christian and you believe in like Revelation and what's to come, it says actually in Re- Revelation, don't quote me exactly, but it's like something to do with people are going to seek refuge underground right. and through caves and tunnels and stuff. And like we're already seeing that happening now with like billionaires yeah so it's like what do they know that we don't know know. (laughs) if they are anticipating something i don't know so all the rich people are just gonna live yeah perfect (laughs) perfect they can't afford to great they're like going to the moon (laughs) they're just gonna like ditch us they're just becoming moles okay and then the simpsons are crazy i know i've done a whole video on simpsons the simpsons predictions have always been ridiculously accurate ridiculously accurate yeah so these are the new predictions okay ai robots take over virtual reality food (laughs) yeah baby translator (laughs) okay a black hole is coming to suck us up (laughs) just take us hover cars of the future okay music induced mind control which i feel like we're already there yeah world war three which you already said and the zombie apocalypse. It could also be like metaphorical, you like know. Like we're all becoming zombies with our technology. And then this is like not scary, but still kind of weird. Um, we start talking to animals using AI. Okay, that'd be kind of cool if they can understand us. I always want to be able to talk to my dogs. I feel like I do, and I know what they think. And I, I know. know what they- There's like a sense there, but I I also there wish is. they we're- could understand English. You know. I feel like they do. <laughs> They know like five they words. Understand, they understand tones. Yeah. And energy. Yeah. It's good enough. But for I'd me. love to converse properly. So Billie Eilish will win a Grammy for What Was I Made For? Yeah, I can see that. Barbie. Yeah. Oppenheimer will win Best Picture at the 2024 Academy Awards. Yeah. I mean, those are kind of obvious. You think so? Yeah. They did so well. I mean, I, I guess. Can see that happening. Yeah. The Taylor Swift Travis thing. That's they have going on. They're going to break up and it's going to be really... They're going to break up? It's going to be like a bad breakup. Listen, I think that's all public. It's all publicity stunt. I don't think that they're like in love. I don't think that they're... I think this was a total PR thing. You think Taylor Swift and Travis is PR and it's oh, yeah. fake? She's on top of the world right now. She is on top of the world It looks world like right real now. love. Uh, they're going to break up and it's going to be bad. 
but we're going to get some good Taylor albums from it. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. She'll make more songs. <laughs> okay. So I have Ariana and SpongeBob will break up. <laughs> That's kind of obvious. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, she seems in love, though. So I don't know. She always seems She's in like love. She's, like, defending it. I know. I know. She dates really strange people, though. She does. She has a weird taste in men. I mean, you know, let her be her. But... SpongeBob. It gives me the ick. Yeah. I don't even know what it's really. Oh, Ethan Slater. Right? Whenever I see him as spongebob he suits it he suits it but like how is she like "Mm." (laughs) yeah he must have a really great personality that's the only way some people are really attracted to like yeah he's really amazing for leaving his wife and kids for her you're right you're right right. (laughs) his personality must be he must be just a gem gem (laughs) okay keeper zendaya and tom holland will get engaged are they together yes they're together are you crazy of course they are girl Wait, that's really cute. It's been a while. It's been a while because the Spider-Man movies they did together. I think that's how they like met and like got together and stuff. Do you think Tom Holland is like he's heartthrob? A, he's a little boyish for me. Like he looks he's a little young. boyish. No, he's actually not young, but he just looks young. He has like a baby face. Yeah, so not for me. But he's cute. He's cute. But she also has like a baby face. So I feel like they kind of suit each other. You know, She's hot. She is hot, She's but they hot. both look very young, even though I think they're late 20s. I gained respect for him when I watched The Devil all the time. I think you should watch it. I haven't seen that. He actually is pretty hot in that. Oh, really? Yeah. I like him as Spider-Man. And it's surprising because it, it takes you off guard because okay. when he's Spider-Man, you're like, <laughs> he's like a little boy. <laughs> but like yeah. in that, you're like, oh, he's wielding a gun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll check it out again. Yeah, guess. check it out. Okay, a Barbie movie <laughs> spin-off will be announced. Probably Ken or like just Ken or we something. We love with Ken. Ken. <laughs> I will watch that. You will watch it? Yes. But you also like what's his name? Oh, Ryan Gosling? Yeah, he's like your your dude. You oh, love he's all just his the movies. Best. He's the best. Okay, Justin and Haley Bieber will have a baby. Okay. Bows on everything is in this year. Bows? Bows. Bows like, on your hair, like bows? bows on your clothes, bows everywhere. Apparently, bows are going to be bows in. on your baby. That's yeah. Like I have them everywhere. A drawer of bows, just of bows. That's cute, and I can't wait. But I love bows generally, so I'm good with this trend. I love bows. I'll put bows on everything. I love bows. Yeah, I'm I'm down for that. <laughs> bows on everything. And then, apricot crush will be the trending color of the year. I'll show you the color. And we'll Is put it like on the peach? screen. I can see it happening crush. in summer. Wow, that made me thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I want juice. It's like that, you know? Oh, it's like peach. Yeah. Oh, I like it. I like it, too. I it like is, it. It's like a peach. It's like a... It's apricot. Calming energy about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else feels this way, but whenever we are creeping up to January 1st or we've just you know, entered the new year, I get really stressed seeing everyone's wrapped videos. I get stressed seeing everyone's New Year's resolutions. It gives me so much anxiety. I'm so glad you're saying this. To see the planning, to see the goals. So, I, I'm so happy you're saying this. You feel the same way? There's so much pressure. Yes. It's not to make this about me. No, no, <laughs> like, go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to come across as like a hater. <laughs> but like when I'm on the reels and I'm looking at everything and it's like, and with that, the 2023 season is, it's like, bah, like, shut up, shut up. Every single post is, and with that, the I 2023 season is over. It's like, okay, we've been doing this for the last two years. Now it's the same voice. It's the same, it's, it's a change of the year. And then it's everyone's year wrapped. And like, I love to see 
don't get me wrong. I love to see people that I know and like what they did in their year and like looking back and it's so beautiful and it's great. But then I also feel this like pressure of like, do I have to do that? And like, yeah. do I have to make and, one? And like my year wasn't that great. And like, does next year have to be like better? And it has to be like, there's just something and seeing people's posting their lists of what's in this year and like what I'm going to do this year. And it's like, I'm going to have eight like glasses stressful. of water a day. I'm not going to go to the gym every morning it's and I'm going to drink green juice all day. I'm going to, I'm looking at it like, oh my gosh, I am failing. It's pressure and like a new thing that I'm starting to feel now is because I'm a mom and I've been pregnant this year, I feel like do I have to post now my wrapped 2023 like pregnancy journey for everyone to see? And if I don't do that, am I a bad mom? Yeah, like do they think you don't care? Yeah, do they think that I didn't value this time or cherish this time or whatever? Like I just don't really have it in me to like make the same reel that everyone is making and then also put the same sound on it that everyone has and it's just it just gets jumbled up in this big mush of <laughs> the same yeah, thing it's stressful like don't get us wrong like it's good to have goals and it's good to feel positive about the year and i think that's great but i also think it's okay to not have goals for 2024 and to just freaking live life as hard as it is like just do what you can getting out of bed in the morning for me that's that's my goal enough right like i feel like do what you got to do. People have mental health issues. Yeah. They struggle. Like, you don't have to be this perfect person on social media and post your goals and all these things. Like, it's okay to not be that. But it's okay to be that if you are. Yeah, it's okay to be that if that's what you want. And it's okay if you don't want to be that if if it doesn't appeal to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think there's just, like, this pressure. And I don't, I don't like the pressure of it. Like, it's social media, right? Like, I don't like the underlining, like, well, why didn't she make that? <laughs> why isn't yeah. she making it like something big happened to her this year why isn't she saying something about it or whatever like I feel like I'm projecting <laughs> but but like because yeah. no one said that to me <laughs> nobody's saying this it's just me in my head thinking like do I need to do the same thing everyone else is doing otherwise do I come across as someone who doesn't care enough and I also sometimes feel like depending on who's posting it and stuff it almost comes across as like bragging in a way like depending on how their year went sometimes I look at these videos and I'm like they're posting it because they know they did everything they traveled everywhere they did this and they met this celebrity and they went to this event and I'm like you're really showing this off definitely very vain I'm not gonna lie and I'm like I didn't have a year like that at all I don't mind seeing people that I know showing off their year and like it's beautiful and whatever maybe you got married maybe you had a kid whatever and I I think that that's beautiful and like your time with your friends and you're showing it it's beautiful but like when it's just like you 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 it doesn't appeal to me I feel like it comes across as like kind of icky and like I don't want that for me either yeah (laughs) like I don't want that (laughs) I don't want people to think that of me but maybe we'd feel differently if we had like a year with no struggles Like, pregnancy was hard for you this year. I went through a ton of shit with my health. Like, maybe we just didn't have, (laughs) like, the craziest year. Like, maybe you'll want to do that after having Ophelia. I was going to say, I think next year I'll feel differently having gone through a year of a newborn and, like, watching her grow and taking little snaps of her and, like, being with her and seeing... But then it's about her. Exactly. Like, it's something that I'm, like, so proud of and excited for, when it's just like me, I don't know. We're not trying to be haters. I think no. it's just we're trying to be realistic because I feel like maybe a lot of people are in our boat and feel the same way as us. Well, I, having said that, I also do see a lot of posts 
of people being like, if like all you did this year was like survive, that's okay. That's fine. Yeah. Within the like catastrophe of like all these crazy posts that people like are super, super overly positive and optimistic and like ridiculous. There's also like those small posts that are like, you know, it's okay. Just vibe. I love that. Just chill. Yeah. And like also the buildup of New Year's Eve too. And it's like all we did this year was went for dinner and then we came home and we watched the Times Square live, just Luca and I, just the two of us. Mm-hmm. And we just like hung out on the couch and yeah, me too. Honestly, I fell asleep before the ball dropped. We were in bed at ten PM. <laughs> I fell asleep. I did not experience yeah. New Year's. The last New Year's in my twenties and I was like, We're just gonna <laughs> watch Stranger Things and go to bed early. But like that's what you want, right? And that's okay. Right? Yeah. And, but then when you, like, see other people, are you ever like, do I suck? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> you know? But Everyone's then at like, their parties, know? and I'm like, yeah. I'm in bed, and I'm 29 years old. And it's like, <laughs> am I going to regret this later in life, like, that I didn't, like, do enough with my time? But that's what I wanted at the time. Like, yeah. I wanted just to relax with my husband. There should be no pressure. You're also, like, nine yeah. months pregnant. <laughs> Yeah. So you don't have to worry about that. But yeah, totally. Whatever you want to do, you do. Don't feel pressured by social media. No. And sometimes influencers and stuff like that. It's just do whatever you can and what you want also. exactly. (laughs) So we're going to move on to some trending topics uh, over December. The first one is that people are saying that Glenn Powell looks like a capybara. So you know the guy who plays alongside Sidney Sweeney in the new romance movie that they did? Oh, everyone's saying he looks like a capybara. I'll put him on the screen. I don't. I don't think so. It's like everywhere. He definitely. He looks like the guy from This Is Us. Oh yeah, kind of. That's every time I see him, I'm like, I'm like, is that him? Everyone's like, he looks like a capybara. <laughs> okay, that picture. Kind so of. So you think he does? That picture, he kind of does. That's kind of uncanny valley. And more I see it, look at it. A little bit. Ew. Like his, <laughs> his eyes. Why is he smiling like that? Is he a puppet? Mitty. <laughs> He's like. I love how we're like, there is no judgment. And we're like, no. he looks like a capybara. Okay, so <laughs> you better show that photo of him on this. This That is All the right. photo you need I'll to show. I'll tell Ty to put this one on. And everyone stare into it. Is it giving Uncanny Valley vibes? Or capybara. Here's a vote. Comment what you think. Uncanny Valley or Capybara. And to our listeners, all you have to do is look up his name, and it's the Wikipedia image. So it's his official Wikipedia (laughs) image. That's the Wikipedia image? Yeah. Oh, they did him dirty. He did it. That's his smile. He decides that he wants to smile like that. Creepy. (laughs) The next hot topic is Gypsy Rose being let out of prison. Oh, Yeah. Did Whoa. you did you ever watch the show? Yes. I didn't. <gasps> but I do know a lot about her case with you her You need mother. to watch the show. You need to watch Yeah, but a lot of people are saying like it's show. fictionalized in a way. It's obviously it's people playing her. It's not a documentary. It's like a You need to portrayal. watch the show. I binged it in like one night and it threw me. And I don't know if this is controversial. It's crazy. But what do you think of her? Cuz a lot of people are saying she's a hundred percent a victim. Unaliving her mother was her only way out. She's a survivor. She should be. I free. don't know. It's hard. I think she, at this point she should be free. Absolutely. I don't think she's capable. It's been a while. Of I don't think she's like a murderer. Like capable of doing that to other people. Yeah. She's been in jail for a long time. Yeah. She did her time. You know. I don't think there's any good reason to like kill anybody in her situation. 
it's just so hard because I can't even imagine or fathom. I mean, the stuff she went through, like truly the stuff that her mother put her through and the psychological damage. We should summarize it. Just in case no one knows who Gypsy Rose is, her whole life, her mother basically faked her having all kinds of issues, right? D- different diseases. Diseases. Um, cancer? in a wheelchair. Yeah, her legs weren't working, like all these things. And the whole time she was actually healthy and fine, but her mother was collecting money. Lying about her age, pretending that she yeah. was like a, a child. Giving her all these medications that gave her actual problems that she didn't have before. Fed her through a tube. She never actually ate any food. Her teeth fell out because of medication that she was put on. Mm -hmm. So her mother did this knowing full well that she was a healthy Healthy. child, but it was money motivated. And I think Mm -hmm. there's also something psychologically wrong there as well. But abuse, straight abuse, right? I'd say torture. Right. And she eventually met Gypsy, met this guy who in the end they... The guy, I feel like, is was... She did, really scary. She did not have good people in her life. Between her mother, this guy she met, everyone was just doing her dirty. And um, they ended up unaliving her mother. And that's why she went to jail. And now she's free. And I think the only thing I'm uncomfortable with is that people are jumping on her. Like, every podcast is trying to get her on. And it's like, can you let this girl... Breathe. Take a second. Like, she yeah. just got out of jail. People yeah. are, like, trying to find her and, like telling her to do all these things and go on these shows and it's like could you imagine like you, you just got out but of jail but i feel like she wants to tell her story like i feel like she's very and that's fine like on her terms she did write a book oh she did yeah it's an ebook oh, right. that she's okay. putting out apparently yeah. about yeah. her story so i mean that's good because at least that's in her words and she's putting it out there but i think it's more of a when she's ready choose a place you feel more comfortable telling your story on and choose a person that is going to have your back and not just want to exploit you you know? Yeah, I feel like people who are in jail for the long haul are dangerous people. And I don't think that she's a dangerous person. I think she did something bad and she served her time for it and now she's out and that's fine. I think people who like are long term in jail are a danger to society and can't be out. Yeah, her case was so complicated. It's hard to even put judgment on it. I don't even know where I'd begin. My heart, my chest is literally like, like my heart is beating fast right now. Like thinking about, like you need to watch the show. Cause yeah, it's like, it's theatrical or whatever. Cause it's like acting, but like, oh, I had no idea how bad, like I had no idea how bad it was. Yeah. And it really like when, when you dramatize, cause I've said this about the crown, it more so puts you in that place. And like it, it, you really feel the dread and the anxiety rather than just like watching like a documentary but all of those things happened that were in the show happened yeah i recommend it's a really good show i mean i binged it in like one night okay yeah anyways i hope she's okay and i hope she tells her story when she wants to and continues to get help you know oh yes you're gonna need like lifelong support for sure yeah, I for think if sure. somebody is going through that and did what they did and coming out of jail, they need to continue their, like, support and their, whatever, therapy. Yeah. That's, like, a lifelong thing. Well, people who have been in jail for a while say that, like, being out in the real world is actually harder. I know. Because you're kind of confined in your little world. I know. And once you're in the big world, it's like, what do you, where do you start? I know. Right? Like. It is really tough. 
Okay, the next trend right now is called the blurry wedding photography trend. And there are some photographers in an uproar about this trend saying it's everything wrong with art and photography. I'll show you what I mean, but everyone is deciding to do the blurry wedding photo trend. I feel like I know what this is, but it's very it. artsy. Uh, it's like that. Like everything oh. um, kind of has like kind of a blur around it. And it's almost like it has one small focus on an arm or a bouquet or something in the picture. I don't mind it. If that's what you want to do and you want to get a couple artsy shots. I mean, you do you. You're the couple getting married. Photographers like just do what you're being paid to do. Or if you're not comfortable, then don't do that wedding. You know what I mean? I feel like a couple artistic shots like that within like the regular is fine. If you want to have them all blurry, I mean, that's a little strange. It's a strange uh, choice. I'm confused about this photographers having a problem with it because I feel like as a photographer, you're excited to like do new things and like try new artistic ways of taking photos. And I assume, but I've actually been seeing a ton of photographers who have TikTok accounts and podcasts that are just shitting on this trend. Like they do not like it at all. Which, yeah, you're right. It's surprising because you think they'd want to take different sort of creative routes. Yeah. Because wedding photos are so, I don't want to say basic, but they kind of are. Like it's really the same setup every single time. When I look for photographers, I'm definitely looking for a more unique take. Me too. And the one I chose, like I'm, I'm looking for people who like to take sort of like photos where you're not posed and you're kind of just more candid candid. like of course you have the posed because it's an art form yeah it's like what um speaks to you exactly with that artist's work so if the couple's like listen we want blurry photos a couple times like whatever the bride is always right (laughs) (laughs) that's what i say that's true okay another trend um that is interesting to me is puzzle people. There are groups of people who love puzzles. They are puzzle collectors and many of them are in their 20s, which I find interesting. There is puzzle talk. Like puzzles are coming back. I love that. You know? I do too. Like I feel like I still love puzzles. It's it's a quiet peaceful activity. It's like drawing. I don't know about collecting them. Like there are people who yeah, literally no, no, no. Every week they get a new puzzle or they like suggest good puzzles or they choose different kinds of puzzles. Like they are really into it. I don't think I could base my life around puzzle making, but I respect it. Yeah. And like you do you like that. I think that's awesome. If you want to do a peaceful activity. I feel like I think that's an alternative to like reading exactly. or drawing. It's a hobby. Like, but it's peaceful. Yeah. I really went cute. down this rabbit hole of like finding these puzzle TikTokers and they are so calm. And it's almost relaxing, like, yeah. watching them, like, talk about their favorite puzzles and, like, show you the one Aww. they just did and stuff. Like, it's a huge community, and it's I really, just did not know it existed. That's really sweet. It's so, puzzle people, sweet. we support you guys. <laughs> okay, there's also this controversial question right now. Do you fill the tub before you get in or after you get in? Before. Yeah, me too. But I have filled it. Where you sit and turn the water on? In my life, I have. Isn't it cold? In my life, I have done that, but it's not what I do. <laughs> I feel like you're... I'd always fill it before I get in, but I, like, I I have sat, like, when I was a kid. Like, you've sat, oh, so when you're a kid. Yeah. Okay, so I was going to say, like, you just put your, your butt on the cold tub. No, no, when I was a kid. Turn on the water and hope for the best. When I was a kid. Yeah, I definitely have not in my adult life done that. I have gotten in when there's, like, this much water. But I make sure it's, yeah. like, warm, <laughs> like, hot, you know? But there are people out there, and you guys can tell us, they sit and just start there. 
with nothing <laughs> in the tub and they turn on the water. I feel like that's equivalent to going in the shower, standing underneath and just turning the water on. Do you take baths, Jess? Once a year. You don't strike me as a bath I'm person. not a bath girl. I'm such a bath I girl. I purposely, so when I was moving into my new house, I told my realtor, I was like, I'm not moving in unless there's a tub. Because I had never had a tub in my life, like a nice one, you know, like mm-hmm. a nice, like relaxing tub. High tubs. Right. And so I literally picked out a house based on the tub. I used it three times. Yeah, you have good tubs. And I never use it again. It's a beautiful tub. I would use it every night. I love tubs. It was a nice experience, but I am a person who I have to shower before I get in the tub so the tub water's clean. And then after I have to shower again because I was just sitting oh. in my tub water. So You're I'm, one of those. I'm way too OCD about it. Like, I can't just, like, get in a tub dirty and then leave because then I'm also covered in the dirty water. I have to do all the steps. Okay, so let me be clear about this. Taking a bath, for me, isn't about getting clean. It's about relaxation. So if I'm dirty, I need a shower. A shower is the what's going to clean me and make me feel clean. But I'm not even saying I'm dirty before I get in the no, bath. No, but, I like, just... I don't bath for the purpose of cleaning myself. Everyone's always going to be dirty to an extent. Either way. Yes, but the intention isn't to, this is going to clean me. I'm soaping and doing everything that I would do in a shower. It's strictly relaxation, unwinding, like going in a hot tub. I agree, but also I need to be crystal clear clean. And that water no, sure. needs to be untouched sure, by sure. a fleck of anything. Sure. But like what I'm saying is it's not about being clean. It's about being relaxed. I feel like the shower is about being clean. So like people who go in a bath trying to get clean <laughs> like that's the problem well like, i that's... have problems though and like i don't want to go through the whole ritual do i really want to have two showers in a bath tonight not really it's so okay, much work two showers is a bit much no because you got to wash off the bath water after too but why wash before the so then bath? you're clean but then as you sit in there and you sit in your body water and especially if you put like bath salts or a bath bomb that's oh, stuck to your skin after so nice so then I have to go wash that I off. Love, I love bath salts. You're like in, in your body bath. soup. Like, and then I'm just going to put clothes on. You're one of those. Yeah, I am. Which is why I can't do it. Because it's just too much you work. You make it gross. I don't make don't it make gross. Don't make it gross. <laughs> body soup? Is that what you said? Yes. Ugh, Literally, you're just like so sitting gross, in it. gross. But it's you. It's like cares? putting a chicken in a soup in broth. There's, it's going to start but smelling like you. broth. Or chicken. <laughs> Not if you have bath salts and bath bombs. But then I'm covered in that. Listen, I smell delicious when I get out of the tub. Same. But then I go in the shower and I, I add more salt. I smell and feel delicious when I get out of the tub. If you want to be like a basted turkey in gravy, body water, soup, whatever you <laughs> call it. That's what it feels like. <laughs> there are two types of people in this world. People who bath and people who don't. And that's it. Okay. I'm clearly a shower girl. (laughs) I love the bath. All right. So we're going to move into the main segment, which is creepiest fan interaction slash fan mail that I have received that we have gone through. And there have been... I don't have, like, fans. Yes, you do. I have clients. It's just... (laughs) Well, yes. This is your job. 
this is your full-time well, job to an extent too but i just mean like i've done a lot of like tours and and right, right, meet right. and greets and stuff so i've met you've encountered i've encountered a lot of people and listen 99 percent of the time it's great and people are great but there is that very small percentage maybe it's even like 0.03 percent where you just you meet someone and they stick in your brain you know so i thought we would start with um oh hmm. wait a second I missed a trending topic that's actually really important. Okay. And well, maybe you've heard about this. Okay. Sorry, guys. We're kind of going back a little bit. Have you heard about <laughs> that cream from the brand called Sol de Janeiro Delicia? It's drenched body butter. No. They say if you wear it, it brings forth enormous spiders. Okay. What? This is all alleged. Alleged. But it's been trending on social media. It all started when one person wrote a review on Sephora and the review said... I like the smell and the consistency. However, every time I've worn this, I've noticed spiders. And here's what people are putting together. If the cream contains, and I'm not going to say this right, femezyl acetate, disbutyl, phalathylate, and hexadical. That's not <laughs> hexadical. <laughs> I'm definitely not saying it right. Um, but it says there's a chance that spiders could be attracted to it because it basically signals them for sexual communication. Allegedly. Okay. Someone on Reddit commented, this is a quote, it's literally made out of spider pheromones. You Ew. can't make this up. Y'all are wearing spider pheromones and attracting all the male spiders. Now, the brand has denied all these accusations, of course. What are they going to be like? Yes, that's correct. All the spiders are coming. No, they're just saying no, that's not true. This is what it says. If you're scared of wolf spiders, watch Ew. out for these lotions. LOL. I wanted to love them so bad, but when I put it on, instantly, a spider would come out. Wolf spider. Normally, I'll see one, like, every three years. I use this, and it was every day. Once I stopped using it, I haven't once seen spiders. So, I just thought that was really creepy. And it's a popular brand. Like, when I show you the bottle... You should test this theory. You're gonna... No we should test it? Not me. Oh, my gosh. should get Ty to test it. Okay. He likes spiders. I think they have, like, bum-bum creams. Like, have you ever seen... Bum-bum? That's what it's called. Like, have you ever seen these? It's that <laughs> no. brand. It's it's a good brand. Anyway, I just thought that was creepy because we hate spiders. But it's all alleged, yada yada, <sighs> don't sue us. Okay. <laughs> Moving on to creepy fan mail and fan interactions. Starting with the fan mail. Back in, like, 2015, I want to say, I was getting letters from Slenderman. These letters were terrifying. They were drawings of him in black crayon. Very messy, but I knew it was Slenderman. And on the back, <laughs> it would just be letters to me like, you're next. I'm coming for you. Like, That's cool. tonight I'll be there, blah, blah, blah. It's very on brand. It's on brand, but it was <laughs> ominous. Um, uh, yeah. I knew it was from a fan, right? I had a P.O. box. People send me stuff. It's giving pen pal. Yes. Um, <laughs> so it was creepy. And... With that alone, I was like, fine, whatever. Send me cool pictures. But I started getting emails as well from someone claiming to be Slenderman, and they were very threatening. Describing, okay, I remember this. Do you remember this? Describing I remember the emails. how they were going to unalive our whole family. It was very detailed. So we had to actually make a police report. Yeah. And just Too far. Yeah. We had to have a folder of this and be like, hey, I know it's from Slenderman, but it's clearly from a real human who wants to hurt us. So we had to tell the police too far. And then we had to email that person back and be like, hey, just so you know, we submitted a police report. Leave us alone. We didn't hear from them after that. But uh, <laughs> that was the time I was uh, threatened by Slenderman. Scary. So that was scary. Once in the mail, I got a jar of someone's toenails. 
<gasps> it was like this little jar, and it was Stop. filled halfway with toenails. Jess. Yeah. Disgusting. What's the point? And there was no letter with That's it. That's so gross. It was just in my P.O. box. And I'm trying to imagine, like, because there's staff in the post office who put the stuff in the P.O. box. This person just saw a jar of toenails, and they were like, yeah, let's just put this in the mailbox. This gives me a a question, what? A, an arised question in my brain. What? How do you feel about the people that, like, collect their kids, like, teeth and hair and the baby teeth that falls out and like the hair and everything you're saying the people but our parents did it what our parents did it i have a little you have a lock of hair i have a lock of hair and i have a little jar of my baby teeth i have a keepsake Uh, box i don't i don't think she did that for me i think i never saw it and i don't want to see it mandy i bet she did why would it just be for me i know that there are moms in our family that did that i think what do you think about it because i don't okay really do it once one tooth, one lock of hair. Ty's mom did it. She has a lock of his hair. I think it's sweet because when you're older, you can be like, oh, this is a little baby I hair. I don't ever want to see my teeth like that. And you know what's kind of gross? It still has like the blood. Ah. I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll feel differently when I have kids, but I, I, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. I've seen TikToks too, or it's like, you know how you can go to like vintage stores and you can buy like picture frames of like people and they have like the lock of hair like it within the frame like back in the Victorian era when people died they would take locks of their hair and yeah. put it in a clear <clears throat> necklace and they would wear it around or they put it in earrings or in a bracelet and it's just this clear kind of container on your jewelry that you can see the hair through I don't like it if Ty passed away would you want his lock of hair that would definitely not be the first thing that would come to mind. No. Like, would you feel comfort from that? I feel like it's the same as collecting toenails. If truly. I had the option, like if the, <laughs> what's the person who helps people who die? What's it called? The mortician. If the mortician <laughs> who was like, listen, I can give you a little lock of his hair. I'd probably say yes. I don't think I'd be like, absolutely not. Like, I think I would, but I wouldn't, it wouldn't come to my brain to think of it. It'd have to be someone being like, hey, like do you want this? I find sentiment like i find something sentimental more so in like their jewelry that they wore or like their smell or yeah their, you know what i'm it's like body parts <laughs> i know it's, it's weird toenail clippings teeth hair skin cells i don't want it i'm not attracted to your like body form like i'm um, spiritually i feel connected with your soul you know what i mean i mean yeah 100 percent. but anyway. also like if given the choice i probably wouldn't say no I don't know. Maybe I would change in my in the moment if someone I loved passed away or when I have my child, if they lose their teeth and I'm like, oh, their little teeth, I can't like throw it out. Maybe I'll feel that way. You're going to want her first tooth. You will. <sighs> it's not we'll weird. See, we'll see. Because <laughs> like when I saw mine in my keepsake box, like it's crazy how tiny it is. And you were like, wow, that was me. Mom did not do that for me. I bet she did. She never gave it to me. What did nothing. she have against your teeth? I don't know. I don't know, but I thought for sure she did not do that. Well, you can ask her right now. Yeah, we should. No, ask her because she's listening to the podcast. (laughs) Mom, (laughs) where's my teeth? Where are my teeth? And also, why did you give just teeth and not me? And if you did collect my teeth, where are they? I don't think mine are teeth. Like, I think it's a tooth. (laughs) Like, singular. (laughs) 
Ugh, okay, I need to know. We went way off topic for this. Sorry, it just like made me think of like it's a fair question. The sentimental value of like nasty I, things that come out of your body. It's not nasty. <laughs> it's not like she's saving my like lung that I had taken out. Ew. But I feel like some people would. I don't think you're allowed to. No? Can you keep your body parts? I don't know. Because I had like a piece of my lung taken out. So could I have been like, listen, put it in a bag. I'm taking it home with me. Do you hear my stomach growling? I'm so hungry. I had cornflakes I hear other things. I don't think I hear you. I hope you guys can't hear this on the podcast, but our parents are taking down Christmas in the shop. So if there's like weird gurgling, growling, it's my stomach and also our parents (laughs) taking down the Christmas trees. Or it's a ghost. Or it's a ghost. (laughs) Once I had this man send me this huge box of items with his face on it. So it was like this man's merch, this random 43-year-old man's... It's like he made his own merch just for me. Like I'm saying there was a... A mug with his face on it. There was a keychain, a t-shirt, a framed photo of the same. And it's all of him just smiling like this. <laughs> a framed photo. Like, it's just him smiling. And he was clearly, like, I, I'm going to say early 50s, maybe late 40s. And it was just, it had his name underneath. it. I think it was, like, Mark. And I looked at my dad. And at this point, I was, like, I don't know, 21. It was, like, when I first started. And I was, like, what am I supposed to do with all of this? He sent me, like, a shrine of himself. And I was, like, I don't know what to do. What? Like, what am I going to do with all that stuff? No. But, like, I felt bad at the same time because, like, he clearly... It's expensive to do that, to print things on items. And he didn't know you, dude. But, yeah, I don't know you. I'm going to wear your face. Like, I'm going to wear your shirt to bed, like my new pajama shirt. It is weird. It's really weird. One time I had this man request that I send him my used shoes (laughs) so he can eat them. Oh. Yeah, so he sent a very polite, actually, very respectful email to my work email and he was like, hey, Jesse, like, love your content, love creepy ghosts, whatever. Can you pick out a pair of shoes that you've worn for a long time? It could be boots, it could be sneakers, oh could be your slippers. Mail them to me. I will pay you back for whatever, however much it costs to mail them. And I will be consuming them over the course of a month. And he actually sent me his schedule of, like, on this day, I'll eat this part of the shoe. On this day, whatever. Like, he sent it all out and he's like, in this way, I'll be able to consume it in a healthy way, a healthy way, where it won't affect him negatively because if he eats small portions of it, it'll go through his body. It won't get stuck. It won't be harmful. I'm thinking, I don't think, I think it will be harmful. It's giving Dahmer. Yeah, it was very creepy, but the email was very respectful. Mom got back to him and she's like, thanks, but no thanks. And he's like, no problem. But if you change your mind, like, I'll even pay for it. Like, I'll pay 200 bucks whatever he was like i'll even buy you a new pair of shoes that you can wear for two weeks and send them back to me and i was like tempting but no (laughs) something like that should be on uh, my strange addiction i'm sure there is one about them eating stuff i'm sure there is there's always weird ones specifically shoes okay a really creepy one is that when i moved out of my parents house and i had my first house the one before the one i have now ty and i had someone mail a letter to our house like not to p.o box you know not to a business address to our actual home so we like went to like our community mailbox where we're getting like our whatever and there's a letter in there that says to jesse v as soon as i saw it because my name's not actually jesse v that's like my whatever stage Stage name. name i don't know if anyone knows that but it was like to jesse v it was this woman who was able to find our house through looking through all of our vlog videos and taking screenshots of all of the locations that we would frequent. Restaurants, 
coffee shops. She took screenshots of our backyard, the layout of our house. And she was able to find the listing of our house and knew exactly what town we were in. People have this and time on their hands. She was sending like addresses of our favorite restaurants and like blah, blah, blah. And she goes, and I'm not trying to be creepy. This is actually just to show you guys you shouldn't be vlogging and posting your locations because people can find you. So if anything, I'm helping you realize that it's easy to find you guys, but I'm not creepy. And we're like, that is so creepy. That is so I feel like any, anyone could find anyone if they really wanted to. Like, But, like, girl, if you're trying to help me, vibes. send me a DM and be like, hey, like, I know that location. Like, be careful. You know, it's like a written letter. It was a formal and told me exactly. She's like, it only took me a couple days. And I know exactly where your house is. And this, it was so creepy. I was so creeped out. So, like be careful about doing house tours and all kinds of stuff because i wouldn't have thought of that people being that in depth but yeah it's true you can find anybody people know where the most famous celebrities live right like everyone knows everything it's uncomfortable for sure it's extremely uncomfortable but it's yeah stalker vibes yeah the only experience that i feel like we both had but there's two okay so like we had like a meet and greet back in like what was it like 2017 2017 so many people showed up it was like lines and lines of people took all day and there was this girl who and i like even like hesitate to talk about it now because i'm scared she's gonna watch this and it's gonna continue but like (laughs) don't reach out if that you know who you are (laughs) she was in the line came to us took the picture she gave us gifts she like had a little chat with us but she would not move on and and we had to like continue to move things going forward because there were so many people to get to and like even though like those moments are so like important and like we want to hear your stories and have those moments with you there's just so many people we have to like move move it along at some point so she just like wasn't getting it and then the people that were sort of like trying to help uh move things along had to be like we're like okay "Okay, let's go it's time to move on and then she stood like next to us while we were doing like talking to other people she wouldn't leave she wouldn't leave and then eventually somebody was like you gotta You you gotta go she went to the end of the line and waited and then once everyone left she came back to us but this was like nighttime like we it had been the there the day. all day it was now like pitch dark outside she was at the very end of the line like she had waited hours after originally mm-hmm. seeing us just to make sure she was the very last one to see us again i didn't get creepy vibes yet because she just seemed like she didn't get like she didn't read the room like she was very like we should make videos together and like here's my number can you give me your number and we're like and, no we can't yeah obviously she feels like she knows us really well but she's a stranger to us and she was an adult like she had bus there yes. by herself yes just so you know it's not a kid no it was a a young adult she would have been probably in her 20s. early 20s mm-hmm. she got there by herself she got on transit yeah. she was by herself like it wasn't a little kid we wouldn't be upset no about no no it was a woman yeah it was a woman and we were trying to be really nice and like trying to say like hey we need to leave but we don't want her to watch us leave we don't want her to follow us home yeah it's just like safety precautions like security but she like wasn't getting it but the thing is like it was also the questions that she was asking and it was as if we were 
already her friends. Yes, like, yes. She wanted to meet us again in person. Yep. When are we filming Let's together? schedule something. Call me, like, all these things. And she actually had a vlog camera where she was just filming us yeah. without our... Yeah. And was just, like, talking, like, we're going to collab and we're going to... And it was very in our face and it was... We were uncomfortable. We were very uncomfortable. But anyway, we didn't continue. we didn't get we didn't have yeah. the seriousness of her yeah. mental state. Later on, we went on Twitter when Twitter was Twitter. We sort of found her on there because she had been messaging us. Messaging us, tagging us, replying to us, and then we sort of figured out that like Oh, it's her because on her profile, it's like her picture, but it wasn't a vlog channel. It was like a ghost hunting YouTube channel, but her videos were all her going into people's backyards. Do you remember? She would go into actual subdivisions <laughs> and like go into people's backyards. Like just random people's properties. Property yeah. at night. Yeah, it was always at night. Hopping fences. Like it was really creepy. Yeah. And she was obsessively messaging obsessively the second you'd post not even one second would go by and she'd be replying to it and whatever in 2017 i was young i would have been what like 22 i don't know not even i was like 22 in 2017 oh see so i would have been like 19 20 would have been like yeah so i posted something on twitter that was kind of depressing it was probably just one of those like sappy sad posts that were like maybe if I was depressed or something I was like I wrote something but I regretted it because I'm like ugh, I don't want to post that yeah (laughs) so I posted something sad because I was feeling sad and I guess she had replied to it right away and she was trying to be supportive or whatever but I deleted the whole post literally probably like 10 seconds after posting it because i was like because you're embarrassed about the post i was embarrassed about me being yeah so publicly depressed sad like that yeah Yeah. and right after i deleted it she went off the rails angry how could mandy do this i'm i'm trying to support her i'm trying to be nice she had a screenshot of my post and her she had already screenshotted it like did she screenshot everything she was posting she was like those are bitches they're bitches and they're fake on her twitter all of this nasty angry hateful stuff of jess and i yeah and like i met them and they're not who they say they are and they're this and that and it was right after i had deleted that post yeah and she was like on on the she had replied like oh like i understand like you're gonna get through this blah 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 seconds after those bitches they're fake and the phony and whatever we had like our tumblers or whatever and like the next day she had like posted some anonymous thing i forget if it was in your tumblr or if it was mine i think it was mine i think it was yours but it was like oh you know this girl she was a big fan this was her twitter this was her name she like unalived herself last yeah, she night died and here's the thing we know by now this girl's way of writing and her way of saying things and typing things but we also had friends and mutual friends who had dealt with her before and she has shown up at their meet and greets and have harassed them and especially online afterwards right, has messaged them so it's not just us we've had other people saying like be careful of this girl like she sticks around after the meet and greets. She is obsessive. Like, people knew about her. Didn't she call one of your friend's workplaces and try to get them fired? Yes, because she was in love with this male YouTuber, and the male YouTuber had a husband. And so, obviously, he wasn't interested in her, and she went after him. 
Like, she called everyone he knew. Like, it was very destructive. Like, she went after him. Like, his life. She was trying to ruin his life. And I remember the gift that she gave me. It was a peppermint Bath and Body Works candle. Yeah. And I was so scared that it was, like, hexed. (laughs) Oh. I just threw it out. Because I was so scared. Because I guess because she knew from my channel that I loved, like home decor and like lifestyle videos and stuff like that and so she gave me like a and it would have been a sweet gesture so sweet if the events afterwards didn't occur right yeah. like we appreciate gifts i, I w- totally would have burned that candle yeah happily like but luca it. was like uh it bad vibes yeah bad vibes you don't know yeah so i just threw it out but yeah it was really creepy because she was trying to convince us that she had unalived herself and by the and way our fault. she hadn't no. She created new accounts and started tweeting again and stuff. So it was just to get our attention. And oh, it was brutal. And like, it was I, day after day after day after day. And I remember she like went on some forum and she was posting like about us, our actual identities yeah. and like where we went to school and where we grew up and where we lived and like phone numbers and like all kinds of stuff that she found. Yeah. Personal information. No, she was our actual stalker. And. It's. So I weird. hope nothing happens after we do this. I, I don't think she's gonna be listening to our, our podcast. Hope we don't regret this. I know. If things start happening, you guys know that's who it is. I mean, it's been years. It has been. 2017 was a long time ago, and she just abruptly stopped. Stopped. Hopefully, she's okay. But I feel like if she was doing those things to other people, like there must have been some kind of cease and desist or like some sort of report on her that is yeah. someone complained, somebody maybe reported it. I was actively reporting her on social media, so maybe she just right. got all her accounts taken down and couldn't make a new one easily. I don't know. We haven't seen her since, and I know that for any meet and greet that i do i give her photo to our security wow so that's really case she's listening we do have security measures in place police really smart are aware so we do have measures i didn't know that you did that Um, yeah and especially like when i went on tour and stuff like we have certain people that we give to police and security to make sure that they don't come near us good precautions are in place but yeah that was creepy and speaking of people kind of stalking us i did have another girl it's when i was living at our my our old house and ty and i would go to a coffee shop pretty much every single week and she was always the person at the window giving us our food (laughs) and she knew who i was she watched my videos and she would always get really excited and she would ask if she could take a selfie with me in the car and i'd be like yeah of course and after you know, each time we saw her, it progressed to her saying, like, can I meet you in the parking lot, like, as you go around the drive through to take an actual picture beside you? And so I'd be like, yeah, sure. Like, that's fine. So, like, every time I saw her, she'd want a photo and it progressed to, like, actually her meeting me out of the car. Sometimes we were in a rush. So I'd be like, okay, let's do it quickly. You know what I mean? And it was a time where Ty wasn't moved in with me. It was early on in our relationship when I just bought a house. And so he'd be with me a couple times a week, but I'd be alone sometimes. And I started seeing her everywhere i went if Uh. i went to winners which is a clothing store here she would somehow already be in the parking lot if i'd go to a pet store to get the dog food she would be there she'd be in the parking lot every time just following you so this girl probably has 17 to 20 photos of me and her like that's how often i would see her very often right and so she started making like uh 
fan group chats on Instagram and she would add a bunch of people I knew and like including our cousin from North Carolina and so she would be in this group chat and one time our cousin messaged me and she was like just so you know like this girl was at your house taking photos of your backyard and sending it in the group chat and I was like how did she find my house and she's like, I think she's been, like, following you in your car. Like, she knows, like, your locations and she knows, like, where your house is. And she sent us photos. And her mother is apparently a real estate agent. She was asking her mother for all this info on, like, how much we bought it for and, like, all this personal info that her mother was giving her. And so it was really scary. And honestly, it's one of the reasons why we moved. I haven't been too open about that. I, I think we mentioned it on like maybe a vlog or something but it got to be so crazy it was a lot the thing is and you don't have to apologize or justify anything just because in certain settings it's like you welcome fans and you want to meet fans and you're open to having conversations with them and taking pictures with them but at your house your home where you want to be is your safe place it's private And it's meant to be private and it's meant to be secure. Yeah. And when you lose that, that safety and that security has been taken away because you don't know. Kids don't get it. They're they're telling their friends. They might be taking pictures. They might be posting online. And then you don't know who's seeing that and who is potentially dangerous or an adult. Yeah, exactly. Or a creepy person that's going to show up next. It sucks. That's not good. Yeah. (laughs) So that was not fun. A reason why we moved. We just wanted to be somewhere more private. Um, I love where we live now and I hope it like stays that way the last one i have on here is something that happened when i was on tour in 2016 we were selling out theaters we had police and um security at each location for extra safety and so we were at this one place i don't know if it was in niagara falls or where it was we didn't have the best security guards because usually after each show they would make sure the building was clear all of the fans and the people that came have to be out of the building before I leave, basically, just for my safety, just to make sure that I can, like, get all my stuff, get everything together. We can clean up all the merch tables and I can leave without being around people. And Mm -hmm. so they said they checked everywhere. Security left. We were just in there cleaning up. And I realized I forgot, I think, my phone on the stage so i went back into the theater right it looks empty i'm like okay i'll go get my phone as i'm walking through the aisles two people who had hid behind the theater chairs jumped out and they were like oh my gosh we just have to talk to you one more time we actually waited here three hours before it started we were the first ones here they're telling me all these things and i'm alone now like mom and dad aren't with me my friends aren't around me security's not there police aren't there and they're running up to me while i'm by myself in this theater and i had to be like oh my gosh hold on a second like just stop because they were running at me (laughs) and i was like okay thanks so much for coming but can you just give me a second can you just wait right there for a second while i go grab somebody i was so nervous and like I don't know what to say because I want to be nice and respectful and they know me as being that way. And I think if they knew I was scared, they'd be offended. So it's like, what do you do in that situation? Because they probably had no bad intentions, right? They probably were fine. How are you supposed to know that? And they were adults. Like they were like, it was a man and a woman in their early 20s too. So it's like, it's not kids. Like it's so public figures and celebrities and stuff like that are human beings, human beings, okay? And like, just like how you would interact with any other human being is how you should interact with them. Yeah. Of course, that's scary. Imagine anyone, just anybody, 
running up to you and like you don't know them yeah and like they know you but you don't know them and you don't know what their intentions are you don't know what they have on them you don't know anything about them there's perfect strangers like that's startling and that's scary and people literally die that way i know you know what i mean like you can't be too careful and too cautious when it comes to like fans and like public situations like that because anything could happen and you have no idea you don't know those people well the year that i went on tour it was either the year of or the year after christina grimmy died Mm -hmm. at her meet and greet so that was fresh in my mind and that's why we had so many security measures so when they jumped out at me all i can think about was her and like how scared she must have been and honestly that i can't even think about that situation without crying because it's that's so awful um how could you not think about stuff like that right with people you don't know but in saying that like i said it's such a small group of people compared to the millions who are sweet and respectful and honestly feel like family but just so you know like if i haven't met you yet give me a second to process and to get to know you when we first meet because like mandy said like you know me but i don't know you yet but there are like people that i see at events that I've seen tons of times before and I recognize them and it's great and like I do feel like I know them in a way but yeah the world is just a scary place and human beings are like the scariest part of it I feel like remember that like we're all just human beings and we all have anxiety and fears and that they're all valid and just be aware of that when you like meet your like idols yeah you know what I mean yeah exactly like I mean it's one thing to be like starstruck and be like oh my god but like <laughs> but oh yeah like, and by the way that's fine them. like i meet people that that like cry and make me yeah, cry yeah. And, and they're like flustered and anxious and like oh my gosh i don't mean that that's not okay but maybe if you see somebody in a setting where they're living their lives alone too yeah it's like maybe assess the environment what they're doing you know and make a decision in your head of is it okay for me to like go up and say hi or maybe is it not the right place or the right time do they seem like they're open to that if i'm out and about with my family or ty or whatever and you see me and we're in a public place and honestly i'm happy to do photos or talk to you or meet you that's fine it's just situational Mm -hmm. And I'm sure everyone can make judgments on whether it's appropriate or not. And I feel like most of the time it has been. I went to Times Square with Aisha in, I don't know, 2019 because I watch RuPaul's Drag Race and Trinity the Tuck, if anyone watches Trinity. I don't know who that is. Trinity. She's amazing. She's a drag queen. I saw her, but she wasn't uh, dressed up in drag. Like she was like just the regular. And she was with what looked like a lover. And they were just the two of them in Times Square. No one, like, recognized them or anything. And they were taking pictures together. And they were kissing and holding hands. I mean, I was starstruck because I was like, oh, my God. Like, they're right there. And, like, I could go up and ask for a photo. And I'm sure it would have been fine. Yeah. But there was something in me that was, like, like they're, living they're on their a life. date. They're yeah. on a date. I don't want to bother them. Yeah. It was cool enough that I got to see them rather than, like, going up and asking for a photo. And I really wanted to. But I also feel like, oh, they probably get it all the time. And, like... They're on a date. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to interrupt. You yeah. know. So let's yeah. just read the room. Yeah, read yeah. the room. But I do know that, like, I wouldn't be here without you guys. So I just want you to know that it's more of a scary Everything situational you're saying thing. Is understandable. Yeah. There's a time and a place. Yeah. That's it. All right, guys. Well, we're gonna <laughs> close off the podcast. This time, Mandy's probably not coming back till February first. Oh 
Um, so say your goodbyes. Pray for me. You probably are going to have Ophelia. We are praying for you and it's going to go well. Everything's going to be fine. You're going to have a healthy birth and I'm so excited. Don't stress about it, Mandy. So it's all going to work out. Everything is going to happen for a reason when it's going to happen. You know, it's going to be fine. Okay. Okay? Okay. All right, guys. I hope you have a good rest of your day. Don't forget if you want to listen to our podcast on different places. Everything is linked down below. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And yeah, I will see you in the next podcast. And you'll probably see Mandy in February. In February. But have a good day, guys. Bye. Bye.